2: Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our sponsor.
3: The news is focused on COVID and the lockdown. However, what they are not focusing on is something very important to you, and that is your earnings and your income. For decades now, financial experts like multi-billionaire Warren Buffett and many others have stressed the need to create passive income. Now, more than ever, creating additional income and having multiple income streams is no longer a luxury. It's an absolute necessity. We at Liquidity Card Solution are very pleased to announce that we are accepting applications for individuals to become global project partners and earn a guaranteed growing monthly passive income. The Liquidity Card Solution is a 21-year-old international company that four years ago developed a unique automated digital process that does one simple thing. We save individuals and businesses huge amounts of money on their taxes. That's something people love to hear. We also have zero competition in the world market right now. How do we make money? Very simply. Every single one of our clients pays us $12.50 every month. Our target in our global marketing campaign is 8 million new clients in the next 36 months. As a global project partner, you are not required to sell our product or get involved in administering any part of our business. You are simply a project partner, a silent partner. Earn a guaranteed growing monthly passive income. Now you can become a global project partner in a multi-billion dollar project with a 100% written money-back guarantee, as well as earning passive income. Apply today to become a global project partner and say, "Covey, leave my income alone. We look forward to receiving your application. Please visit www.mypassiveincome.life www.mypassiveincome.life
4: Hello, 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 and welcome to all the people out there in Cyberworld. We appreciate you joining us on the Transform You live show, the only show where you can make real life and business transformation harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith, as well as hearing from great experts such as the two we have on today's show. My name is Paul, Paul Greaves, and I'm covering for Marcus Hart today. We have a real great show for you today. As you are all aware, we are going through the COVID-19 pandemic, and today I'm talking to Dr. Juanis and Chris Perez about the pandemic and how we can get through this both physically and mentally. Now social isolation, major losses and the extreme disruption to life caused by the pandemic result in increased levels of stress hormones and various intense emotions including sadness, grief, sorrow, fear, worry, anxiety, panic attacks, hopelessness, helplessness, loneliness, disconnection and depression. But worse, This rush of emotional turmoil is keeping people awake at night, which in turn suppresses your immune system, making you even more susceptible to the virus. But we have two experts here today to help you break that cycle of stress and sleeplessness that could so damage your health. We have Dr. Patrick Juanes, is a renowned human behaviour expert. Patrick, who has appeared on networks such as CNN. BBC, Fox News, and MSNBC and is recognized for his subconscious rapid transformation technique. he talked talk to us about the things we can do to ease back into peace of mind. Our second guest is Chris Perez. Chris is a scientific researcher who has pioneered the use of an astonishing molecule called ESS60 that has some amazing properties, which include enhancing sleep and boosting immunity. Today, he's here to relate the shocking story of how this molecule's abilities were discovered by a Nobel Prize team, what role he's played in his advancement, and what the implications are for the human health and longevity. Dr. Wanis and Chris have teamed up here today to bring us new solutions for restoring your state of health and sleep during this challenging time. Okay, so hello, gentlemen, and welcome. Hello, Paul. Thank, Thank you. you so
5: much for having us.
4: Uh, you're, you're more than welcome. Thanks, thanks very much for coming on today. Now, first question to, to Dr. Wanis. How did a scientific researcher and a human behavior expert join forces?
6: Well, we've been friends for a long time, and we have uh, very similar missions and purposes, and that is basically helping people and making a positive difference. So we're like-minded in that sense. And then, obviously, when the pandemic occurred, uh, we were having various conversations about how, about the different ways we could help people. And the first thing we identified was the impact of emotions upon sleep. And that's when we decided to team up.
4: That's fantastic. And Chris?
5: Yeah, well, Patrick, like Patrick said, we've been uh, been great friends for quite some time. When he talks about our missions being kind of very aligned, uh, it is about giving back to people, uh, delivering value to people. And uh, I ended up being kind of this—I'm uh, a scientist, but I ended up being an accidental uh, supplement guy. And and it turned out, it turned out to fold directly into my mission and. Uh, when Patrick and I were actually working, collaborating on a book right now. And we're like, well, how can we deliver value to people today? And, uh, and Patrick, you know, said, Hey, let me put together this audio book uh, and this guided meditation, which we're going to give away for free to your audience. And, uh, and, and let's go get on air and, and, and help people understand what they're going through and help people know that there are, uh, things that, that you know we can't obviously make the pandemic go away, but there's things that we can help them with uh, to to make it much more manageable, to make it to help neutralize those, uh, as Patrick's book is, neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now.
4: Oh, that's great. That's and fantastic. what we
6: found out is that the greatest impact that I mean, obviously there's a financial impact from what we're all experiencing. Mm-hmm. Above all, there's extraordinary uncertainty and stability. Then there's various emotions that are creating stress and impacting sleep and disrupting the ability for people to sleep well. And when you can't sleep well, you can't think clearly, you can't um, act well. And then it becomes this cycle. And above all, not sleeping well, not sleeping sufficiently, not sleeping healthy lowers your immune system. And that's why we came together.
4: Wow, that's really powerful stuff, there. I, you know, I really do agree with what you guys are saying. That, and I love that how you said that you've come together and collaborated on these on these projects, and you know, given this uh, new new book out for free. So, um, so Chris, you mentioned about the book, and um, Dr. Wanis, you 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 wrote and recorded a book, neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now and keeping you from peace of mind. And I understand you are going to give it as a gift to our audience. So please, um, before we look at these emotions and how to resolve them, how, how do these emotions disrupt sleep? What's, what's the science behind that?
0: Well, it, it,
6: and I think a lot of it is actually common sense before we even going into the science. You know very well that if you're experiencing sadness, anxiety, or any form of stress, or any form of rumination or worry, It disrupts your sleep. You wake up halfway through the night, you're thinking about things, you're worried, you're concerned, you toss and turn, you can't get back to sleep. Further than that, though, all all of the stress raises the levels of your stress hormones. And once those stress hormones are raised, your body automatically shifts from the parasympathetic nervous system to the sympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is your fight or flight response. Once you are engaged in a fight or flight response, even at lower levels, your body immediately stops um, digestion and it stops also the immune system. So it it suppresses the immune system and it prevents you from um, experiencing, uh, from sleeping properly. And so your immune system's um, suppressed, you're not digesting properly, you're not sleeping properly, next you can't think clearly, you can't function properly, and then that affects your sleep again, so it becomes this constant cycle, this constant spiral, this constant loop, and what happens is now that your immune system is suppressed and lowered, your appetite is impacted, and now you become more susceptible to any and every illness.
4: Well, yeah. You know, I think you kind of hear me there. Is that it's a constant loop? And I think you know a lot of our listeners would even you know echo this as well as that people are constantly feeling this. That it's a, a downward spiral. And you know how how can we get out of this?
5: I, I call and before it before I even. The the horrible emotional sleep spiral. Patrick and I were kind of debating (laughs) what is a good succinct way, but you know, lack of sleep causes you to be less able to handle the emotions, which causes you to get less sleep. And it's just this horrible emotional sleep spiral.
6: And then of course, once it affects your appetite and you're not eating well, then you're not getting the nutrients and then you're not able to deal with the emotions from that perspective either. So your body goes out of a complete balance and before I even wrote the book and started because I started it right at the beginning of this I myself were experiencing a lot of these emotions and there was a couple of days there I went I'm feeling like this like this heavy ton of weight on top of me I cannot even get started I can't get motivated I was having I was literally having cold showers to try to get my system activated because I was so drained then when I started writing the book I started putting in the action steps that I've also used that have got me out of that spiral.
4: True, true. And, um, yeah, when you talk about the action steps, you know, I've, I've, I've listened to the book and it gives some amazing ideas and, you know, ways you can kind of get out of this, I suppose, you know, you call it a funk as well as that, you know, how we can make ourselves start to feel better and change the way we're, we're feeling. So, um,
6: which is the, one that you related to the most was there a particular chapter or a particular emotion that you related to the most
4: i I think one of the things you said was that um, you know anxiety is, is is obviously one of the, the big ones you, you feel straight away, but you know the one that really got to me was that when you feel anger and what what you can do with that anger rather than blaming people, how you can turn that into a a different type of emotion. Cause I, I think that you mentioned that not all emotions are negative. And so, right. You
6: know, it, yes. It's... It depends on the context. Mm. So you need anger sometimes to get motivated or you need anger to protect someone. If someone that you love is being attacked, you need to generate anger to jump in and protect them. But right now there are a lot of people who are very angry and very resentful and very bitter about the situation, about the lockdown, the quarantine. And you're right because it's chapter six, I believe on, on anger and aggressiveness and aggression. And I talk about, well, okay, it's okay to have anger, but what are you going to do with that anger? Can you really use that anger? Is the anger going to help you? Can you resolve anything? If you can't, then all you're doing is creating more stress within you. You're raising your cortisol levels. You're raising your blood pressure. And it's not helping you. It's lowering your sleep.
4: Exactly, yeah. So, so talking about that, you know, these kind of um, emotions that people are, are, are experiencing – um, so, Dr. Wanis, what are the primary emotions that you know people, our our listeners, are experiencing during this time, and how do we actually identify? Okay, this is this emotion. And this is this this type of emotion.
6: Yeah, let's let's go through the the probably the top three. Um, there are seven categories of emotions that I've got in the book, and one of them you've already touched on, which is on anger. Mm-hmm. The, the top three are anxiety, fear and anxiety, uh, including worry. The second is sadness, including sorrow and grief. And the third would be either loneliness or another one, which is um, the feeling of being helpless, hopeless or powerless. I think those three or four are the top ones that are people are experiencing. And um, we already discussed briefly anger. Sadness is triggered by a sense of loss, having lost something that you had or something you thought you were gonna have. Maybe you were, for example, there, there, you know, a lot of people missed out on graduating, graduating yeah. in college or at college with their friends that was an opportunity they missed out on. They can't have that back. Um, other people might have had opportunities that they were waiting for for a career advancement or a particular job or a vacation or moving or travel and that's gone. So sadness is having lost something that was special to you that you had or you thought you were going to have. Fear and anxiety is quite different. Anxiety is when you feel your world is out of control and you're trying to control the things that you can't control. And then the third one, victimhood, and I put these under the umbrella of victimhood, is when you feel hopeless, helpless or powerless. You feel apathetic, you feel bored, you say nothing has any meaning, it's all a waste of time, I can't make a difference, I can't get started. Um, uh, There's just no hope, There's there's no hope and there's no meaning. I've lost all meaning now because I don't have my job or I don't have this or I don't have that. And now suddenly I have no meaning in my life. They're the main ones that most people have related to me. And then there's other ones in the book, such as guilt and shame, and also depression and rumination. And I, as, as you've already said in-
1: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? ha! in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do
1: I have to say?
2: Yes, you do. In the car
1: before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org.
1: Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY.
6: I think Chris has said it too. Every, each one of those chapters has very clear action steps about how to neutralize those emotions.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love the way that during the book, you know, you you highlight what those emotions are and then talk about these action steps of how to, you know, write a list or, you know, give people more information about how you can get over them. So, yeah, really, really strong there. I like that. Really good.
6: Quickly on sadness, and then I'll let you, I'm sure you've got so many questions to ask, but on sadness, the first thing you can do with sadness is you've got to write out what you believe you've lost. You've got to write out why you're sad. What do you believe you've lost that you already had? What do you believe you've lost that you were going to have? Then write out what do you have left? Mm. That's the second key step. What have I got left? Because I still have some things left. And then the third step I start talking, and I did these myself, that's how I know they work. Um, moving to a gratitude list, but not in the kitsch, corny, trite way, but actually writing and saying what do I have left? For what can I feel blessed? For what can I feel grateful? What are the resources within me that I still have that can help me to get through this? That'll help me to create some, to create new meaning, to create new hope in my life. Because it was actually Zig Ziglar who said this, and I don't know if, if you recognize who he is, but he was a very famous speaker motivator. And he said, there's never really a hopeless situation. There are just people who lose hope in certain situations. So I'm saying, don't lose hope. There are still ways to change things. They may never be the same as they were before, but you still have more abilities. You can still control your thoughts and emotions. You still have certain areas in your life over which you have control.
5: And I think something that Patrick says in the book that I I really think is important is that it's okay to feel the emotions that you're feeling right? Sometimes we're embarrassed just about having the feelings or feel shame just because we have the feelings. It's okay to have the feelings. And then he talks about, you know, what are what are the things that you do with the feelings? Do you, do you dwell in them? Uh, do they motivate you to take action to get out of those feelings? You know, what is it that you do after you've accepted the feeling? And then what are you doing to move on?
6: Yes. And I think, you know, you said it really well too, Paul, when you said um, in terms of, identifying emotions and listing them and you said that that I say as I point out in the book not all emotions are negative it depends on the context what determines the difference of the emotion is how are you going to respond to that emotion if you keep fueling the anger if you keep wallowing in the sadness if you continue making yourself anxious then you can't sleep then your cortisol levels go up your blood pressure goes up then you then your immune system becomes begins to become suppressed and now you're susceptible to all sorts of illnesses and viruses, including COVID-19.
4: Wow. That's, that's amazing guys. That's, that's really good. Um, You know, what you said about, you know, having hope left, uh, hope left um, is really strong. Because so I think that's one thing, you know, I know our, our listeners will relate to this as well is that, you know, you can write down all the things you've lost or what you were going to have, but if you turn that and start thinking about what you still have, you know, that's when you start, you know, feeling that hope again. So, yeah, I really like that. Good, good answers.
6: And I believe it's in section three that I, that I reveal this so your listeners can get hold of the book because mm-hmm. it's for free and we're offering it as a gift to all your listeners. But I talk about a thing called psychological capital and that's about identifying what are the resources you already have within you, the psychological resources, and I list them clearly and I explain them and I explain how to tap into those resources and I explain all that in the audio book.
4: That's great. That's, you know, it's such a help having something like that. And, you know, having an audio book, which you can, you know, easily go online and listen to Australia way is, is amazing, especially during what we're going through at the moment. Now, um, Dr. Wanis, you, um, you mentioned about, um, a lack of sleep and what this can do to the human body. So can you, can you tell us exactly what's the impact of having a lack of sleep on the human body and the immune system?
6: Yeah. And I think Chris will be offering some tips in a moment about how to sleep. And I think the most important thing to to recognize is that we actually need seven to nine hours sleep. Those people that say, oh, I get by on four or five or six hours. um, First, there's only 1% of the population that can actually sleep less than six hours and it doesn't negatively impact them. And that's due to genetics. Second thing is Most of us, 95% of us are not even aware of how lack of sleep affects us cognitively. In other words, our brain can't tell you, listen, I'm not functioning properly because we didn't sleep. And in the early hours of sleep is when your immune system is engaged. So it's really important to get healthy sleep. It's really important to get the full amount of sleep. It's important to sleep in a cool, dark, quiet room. With that sleep, your body recuperates, regenerates and rejuvenates and repairs. So you need to have all of that and you need to get into that relaxed, deep state because there's even a part of the deep state of sleep that helps you to deal with some of the emotions we're talking about. So you've got to get into both the REM and the NREM sleep. And if you don't get that, then you're not able to deal with the emotions. Then you end up, again, as we said throughout this uh, discussion and interview, the lack of sleep not only affects your digestion and your immune system, it prevents you from thinking properly. Then you can't make decisions. You don't know how to, you don't know how to gain clarity. Therefore you don't know what steps to take to resolve the challenges that we are all experiencing.
4: Wow. Yeah. So sleep is definitely important then. And I'm one of those people who need, I need my eight hours of sleep. Otherwise I, I do not feel good. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, definitely.
5: There's a there's a book called Why We Sleep and it's by Matthew Walker, just a phenomenal book. And, and I'll give some tips kind of out of that book here shortly. Uh, But he talks about, you know, you need seven, uh, some people even need nine hours, but you know, you need six and a half to nine hours of what they call sleep opportunity. So uh, sometimes maybe you're not sound asleep. Sometimes you're just totally relaxing in bed, but you need that opportunity to sleep uh, to really, again, get the in room. I think everybody's familiar with REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep. But he brought to, 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 at least to my focus, a phrase called in REM sleep. Uh, and both of those are equally important in actually your body healing itself. And so um, a phenomenal book. I, ha- I highly recommend uh, the book Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker.
4: Oh, that's great. I appreciate that, Chris. So um, so so to both of you now, then, um, we're, we're talking about, you know, how the pandemic, you know, COVID-19 can make us, you know, stressful, have anxiety and causes the lack of sleep. Now, how does this lack of sleep make you more susceptible to to COVID-19?
6: Well, I think it comes back to what we've been sort of reinforcing constantly, the theme that a lack of sleep suppresses your immune system. So what actually happens, Paul, is when you are, let's say you're being attacked by a bear, Now you go into the fight or flight response. At that point, your brain does some extraordinary things to keep you safe, to to make sure that you'll survive. What it does is it rushes blood to the extremities, obviously raises your blood pressure and your heartbeat so you can either run or you can punch. What it also does is it releases these natural painkillers so that you won't notice that your, your leg is bleeding and cut and you'll just keep running until you're safe. Then what it also does is it says, we have no time to give any energy to the immune system. So it shuts down your immune system so that all your energy is is at the extremities, your your feet, um, your arms, so that you can run or you can punch. It's simple as that, fight or flight. Then the other thing that it does is, it says we we don't have time to send blood for digestion because we need the blood to fight or to run. So there's certain systems within the body that get shut down during fight or flight. And that makes complete sense when you have to run away from a bear or you have to defend yourself against the bear, or if you have to pretend that you're dead to try and survive the bear. And that's the third part. There's fight, flight, or freeze. So for some people who have traumatic experiences, they actually become paralyzed in that experience. The problem is when you stay in a a continued uh, state of fight or flight, then continually your immune system is suppressed, continually you're not digesting food. When you're not digesting food, you're not getting the nutrients. If you're not getting the nutrients, your body can't recuperate, rejuvenate and repair itself. So being in the fight or flight state makes you immune, makes you susceptible to lots of illnesses and viruses. That's why people get you'll hear people saying, oh, I'm so stressed out, I've got the flu, or I've got the cold, or I've got this illness, or I've got that illness. And that's not even including the major ones. That's just saying you become more susceptible to bacteria and to viruses when you're in a fight-or-flight response, when you're in heightened alert, or you're in the, the, what's known as the sympathetic nervous system. When you're in the opposite, which is the parasympathetic nervous system, You're engaging the vagus nerve. That's what we refer to as the rest and digest process. Now your body's resting, it's digesting, and your immune system is operating at at, at its peak. That's the state we want to be in the most time. The only time we really need the fight or flight is when we really need the fight or flight response. And And some people will trigger that fight or flight response when they're driving a car and they get angry at someone else for cutting them off. And every time you do that, you're releasing adrenaline. And unless the adrenaline is being used for something specific, it's actually a poison that cycles in your body. When you're getting angry, when you're getting stressed out, when you fall of all this fear and anxiety, you're engaging the fight or flight response, the heightened alert, your immune system suppressed, your digestion suppressed, and now what happens? You start to get sick.
4: Well, yeah, you know, you can understand why there's so many people who are kind of in this constant state of, you know, fight or flight when, you know, we're discussing and seeing the pandemic on the news. So, so, so Dr. Wanis, do you think that when the pandemic started and, you know, when people see on the media, how bad it is in different countries around the world, is this kind of kicking in our sympathetic nervous system, which is causing us to, you know, to, to maybe, you know, have an effect on our immune system.
6: Well, I think you've already answered that yourself because you already referred to the fact that you know you're experiencing anger. So everyone ex- will respond in a different way, but 90% of us will respond with the fight or flight response. We'll either get angry, we'll become which is, you know, goes to the fight response, or we will become fearful and anxious which goes to the flight response. So it's not surprising because we immediately experience the fear of, are we going to die? What's going to happen? Then we have the fear of, what about my job? What about my money? How will I actually have food, water, and shelter? So we start to go into the fear for survival. And once that fear overtakes us and we experience insecurity, instability, and uncertainty, then we're constantly in that state. The amygdala in the brain, there are actually two amygdalas, even though we refer to as the amygdala, there are actually two. That's our alarm. That's what triggers the entire alarm to say danger, danger, just like in Will, Will uh, the robot would say Will Robinson, danger, danger, and lost in space. The amygdala says to the body, you have to get ready. There's there is danger here. Let's go into the heightened alert. So the way that we choose to respond to the pandemic is going to determine our health and the way that we will come through this. And again, if you are experiencing any of the emotions we've listed, whether it's fear, anxiety, negative hallucination, which is worry, rumination, depression, obsessiveness, etc., you are preventing yourself from sleeping and you're impacting, lowering your immune system. So you're actually harming yourself more by getting worked up more. The more you get worked up over this, the more harm you're creating. And that's why we're here here speaking to you to say, here are the ways that you can sleep deeply, peacefully, healthy, and you can also boost your immune system. Now, none of us are perfect, so we can't just boost our immune system by dealing with other emotions. We also need additional help to boost our immune system and to sleep. And that's why Chris and I got together because of what, of the product that he uh, discovered.
4: Well, that's great. No, I really appreciate that answer. And um, so, so Chris, move, moving on to you now then. So, um, you know, you, you, um, you teamed up together to, to help people sleep well and build immunity. And um, Chris, you have a strategy in this equation which involves a formulation including a molecule that won a, a Nobel Prize for its discoverers. Can you give us more information about that?
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd love to dive into that. One of the things that I, I just believe in delivering value, so I, I really would like before I do that to kind of touch on uh, three, three actionable tips that people can take for better sleep. Great. Um, and, and, and really, these are about sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene is a fancy phrase for like your practices or rituals or habit. Uh, around sleep so that you can get a good night's sleep. Uh, So I'll just give you three. So one of them, and there's a lot of them, uh, and again, some of these come from the book, Why We Sleep. One of them is uh, limit your naps to 30 minutes. Uh, Really, it's a good rule of thumb. If your nap is gonna be more than 30 minutes, then you're gonna adversely affect your sleep that night. Um, And I know that in some cases, we're not at work. In some cases, maybe we are tired of the third walk that we've taken today. And so we sit on the couch and we fall asleep. Even if, you're, if, if you think you're gonna fall asleep, make sure you're not taking more than a 30 minute nap that really have a big impact. Um, next is about uh, managing your electronic devices. Uh, we really say that you wanna turn off your electronic devices one hour before bedtime. uh, And you really want to use your blue light filter. So it's known that the blue light that comes off of cell phones and tablets and computer screens um, can mess with your circadian rhythm. That's the rhythm that kind of keeps your body and your sleep cycle in tune with Day and night, so you're trying. So your body understands to sleep at night uh, and stay awake during the day. Um, all most devices, like on Apple devices, the the feature is called Night Shift, and then on Android devices, it's you know each Android device can be different. Comfort View or Blue Light Filter uh, is the feature to look. Make sure you turn that on, uh, and again, try and put that device away. Turn the TV off. Get off of your tablet. Um, just read a book or do Patrick's meditation file, which we're going to give away. Uh, do that before you go to sleep. Have those good sleep practices. Uh, and then finally, uh, I'm going I'm to suggest to stay away from two substances, Uh, One of them is caffeine. Uh, That's kind of obvious. Uh, Some people do like to have an afternoon caffeine. If you can switch to decaf, caffeine stays in your body for a long time. It actually has a half-life. It doesn't just go away after an hour. It actually uh, reduces by 50% every hour. So it can stay in your system a long time. If you're going to have an co- afternoon cup of coffee, have it like right at noon. Like don't, don't, don't put that off. And then I'm going to – this one might be disappointing to a number of people. Uh, <laughs> stay away from alcohol. Um, so so people have this concept that if I have a drink or two uh, prior to going to sleep, that it can help me sleep. And in that book, Why We Sleep, it talks about the impact. By the way, it's one of the scariest books as it relates to sleep that I've ever read. Um, in that book, it talks about the $2 billion sleep aid industry and really lumps alcohol in with this sleep aid industry where you take that medication or you take the alcohol right before you go to sleep and it knocks you out. So it does actually relieve a chemical pressure to desire sleep, so you wake up not sleepy, but you haven't gotten the REM or the in rim sleep that you need in order for your body to heal. So it's kind of like somebody hits you over the head with a hammer, you're unconscious for 12 hours, do you wake up and say, I feel refreshed? Uh, Obviously, the answer is no, uh, because you were just knocked unconscious. That's what this sleep aid, and and that's also what alcohol does. So you really want to give alcohol an hour, hour and a half, maybe a little bit more uh, before you go to sleep so that your body can metabolize that, because that will definitely negatively impact your sleep. And then uh, I've been working with a molecule. The guys who discovered it actually won the Nobel Prize back in 1996. Uh, They did a study in 2012 on this molecule. I was never, uh, you know, I've been a carbon nanomaterial scientist since 1991. In 2012, they do this study. And basically, they give rats water, uh, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with the molecule ESS-60. Uh, They actually, it was a toxicity study. They assumed that those rats... Uh, would would be killed by uh, ESS 60. Uh, and it turned out that it, it became the longest longevity experiment on mammals known to man. So instead of these rats uh, dying at 32 months, so the rats in the study that were given water, uh, like a typical Worcester rat, that's the kind of rat that was used, uh, died at about 32 months and had a known amount of tumors when they died. And actually, those rats, the longer they live, the more tumors they they have. Um, Those rats, given the ESS60 molecule, which is really the MyVitalC formula, lived twice as long and they died without tumors, which is a pretty amazing result. Uh, again, I'm a carbon nanomaterial scientist, never really wanted to sell a supplement. People started calling us and saying, hey, I want to I want to try this. I'm going to be a biohacker and I'm going to put this in my body. So uh, we obviously added, you know, for research purposes only to our labeling at that time. That was about 2013. And then people were taking it and started to report to us these amazing benefits that they got. And, and one of the most consistent reports is, people take uh, My Vital C in the morning, uh, they experience uh, mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. And I'm just not aware of any well, okay, so there's two things that you can do in the morning other than, than the product My Vital C, that I'm aware of that can impact your sleep. One of them is, if you exercise in the morning you'll probably sleep better that night. Certainly you'll sleep better than if you didn't exercise that morning. And the other one is waking up early and exposing yourself uh, to natural sunlight. Uh, what that does is, again, back to the circadian rhythm. It helps to get your uh, your body's sleep cycle in tune with night and day, uh, and that'll help you sleep better that night. So uh, again, our customers take it in the morning, report mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. And so it's one of the things and that's actually just one of the ways that our product supports the immune system. Uh, and, and again, that's why Patrick and I kind of teamed up.
4: Wow. That's, that's amazing. So Chris, first of all, thank you for those, um, those tips for having a better, better night's sleep. You know, I'll be doing all those things tonight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sorry to everyone who heard about the alcohol one. It's a real <laughs> shame, but yeah. <laughs> but, um, yes. Yeah, so, and going back to, um, Going back to the SS60, so, so I don't know if I misheard you. Did you say that this extended um, life of, you know, was it? A- was it Matt, extension of life?
5: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So so it, literally the result, and, and it was my company that sold the raw ingredient to the University of Paris for the study. Yep. Uh, it's, of course, peer-reviewed published research, which is exactly what you want to look for mm-hmm. uh, when you're kind of looking at studies. And, and 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 again, and they thought it was going to be toxic because the, this, the same reason that the guys won the Nobel Prize back in 96... Um, they figured that this material would be ubiquitous, that we would have it in, in a lot of, uh, day-to-day life. And if it's going to be in day-to-day life, you've got, you've got to do toxicity studies on it. They assumed it would be toxic. Um, kudos to those professors because all of the rats that were given water died at a right around month 32, which is when a Worcester rat is supposed to die. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, technically, the, the study, the toxicity study, is officially over when the rats who are given the material you're thinking is toxic outlive all of the rats that were given the control, like the control of water. Um, they decided to continue to you know, do animal husbandry on these rats, uh, and they lived all the way out to 62 months. That's a two and a half year additional study. <laughs> Uh, that these professors did. Uh, And that is the single longest longevity experiment on mammals known to man. The next best way to live longer uh, is called CR calorie restriction. Uh, I kind of jokingly say you can if you starve yourself almost half to death, uh, you can live 30% longer. Uh, I don't know how many people are signing up for that
4: process. (laughs) Not me, not me. (laughs) If you're you take away my alcohol? alcohol. And food? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true, true. Oh wow. Okay, so thank you for that um, that information there. So, um, so Chris, um, you're talking about my vital C there, um, and you know users of this are reporting extraordinary sleep benefits. So, I I think I see that you are involved in a in a study to verify the the positive impact of my vital C formulation can can you give us some more information about this
5: yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited about this because I think what happens often in the supplement industry is uh, people have their supplement, it's out on the market, and then they're, they they no longer kind of invest in the research to support that supplement. If, they, if you've got a market, let's just keep selling into it. I, I'm a researcher. I'm a carbon nanomaterial scientist since 1991, um, and it's in my blood that great. Again, remember, we sold this to people uh, for research purposes only uh, and not knowing what the benefits would be. And then all these people kept calling us and saying, you know, things like just just amazing testimonials. My knee pain is gone. I can actually train harder. Um, We've got testimonials of hair growth. By the way, I'm talking a little bit about testimonials. So I have to share Um, the FDA hasn't evaluated our product. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, cure or prevent any disease. Um, so they're giving us all these testimonials and the scientist in me is like, well, first off, I believe you cause I'm on the phone with you. And I believe in general humans tell the truth to other humans. So I believe you, um, but I'm a scientist and I want more. So basically, Aura Ring is supposed to be one of the better sleep trackers on the market. It's a ring, literally a ring that fits on your finger. And uh, and so I've teamed up with a, a university out of uh, a University of California, San Diego. He's an assist, uh, associate professor. Uh, and he's a consultant for Aura Ring. And so they have a lot of sleep data, as it wouldn't surprise you. And so they also have a lot of people who have never tried my product. So I'm working with them, um getting prior to my product sleep data, and then getting my, them my product so that I can get sleep data on the product. And then, of course, they go off again and then come back on again. And I'm getting this data. It's the first official sleep study on on the particular molecule ESS60 and I'm I'm really excited about what we're doing one guy's already through it has great results and kind of has said uh, I'll be taking this the rest of my life <laughs> um, and we've got about 13 people uh who are in the program now I want to get that number to about
4: 25 wow that sounds that sounds fascinating and um yeah hopefully you get some good good results from there
5: yeah, I, you know, when you have just this consistent, um, you, you know, that consistent testimonial from mm-hmm. uh, from our customers, hey, I'm 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 getting better sleep, and you know, some of them, like I, I really like binary data, right? So uh, it's either a zero or a one, it's either on or off. Mm-hmm. I've got a business coach who shared that for 50 years of his life he required an alarm clock. Uh, in order to wake up. And then since he's been on the My Vital C formulation, he's waking up before the alarm, alarm <laughs> clock. I had a lady in the office next to me who was, who, who was having some challenges. I gave her a couple of bottles because I, uh, I was concerned for her uh, for her overall health. Uh, and I got back to her like seven days after she started and she was kind of disappointed. And she's like, Chris, I haven't really noticed anything. And, and I said, well, well, how's your sleep? And her eyes just got you know, big <laughs> as the moon. She goes, oh, I've been posting on Facebook that I'm waking up at 530 in the morning of course, well rested. Uh, so so it's, sometimes sleep can be very subtle. I think we've all had a night, probably we've all had a night this week where we got one less hour of sleep and then one more hour of sleep. Mm-hmm. And so if you start a product today and you just get one hour extra sleep tonight, and then another extra hour the following night, by, your, by the time you're on your third or fourth night, you've probably forgotten that this is the thing that started the nights that you were sleeping better. I don't know if that makes sense.
4: No, definitely, definitely. Yeah, no. So it's not until you know you start realizing, well, hang on, I did have a good night's sleep, and you start to question why. So, um, and um, Chris, you mentioned there about Facebook and testimonials. I was on on the websites today, and um, I saw Dr. Wanis um, talking about some of the testimonials. So, so Dr. Wanis, is there anything you'd like to add to this?
6: Well, I think the the ultimate compliment, if you're going to deal with your emotions, so that you'll balance your 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 well-being, and you can sleep better. And then you take something that will also help you to sleep better and will boost your immune system. The other thing you can do is listen to my free guided meditation, which gives you positive suggestions. First, it's relaxing you, putting you in a calmer state so you can activate the the parasympathetic nervous system. The second thing it does is it's giving you the suggestions through metaphors and symbolism or symbol uh, imagery It's giving you the suggestions of how you can believe in yourself, how you can overcome obstacles, how you already have inner resources that you can tap into you. And it helps you to focus um, on the positive aspects. In other words, it helps you to regenerate hope. If you have hope, hope isn't, you know, an airy, fairy, fuzzy thing. Hope is, I believe that I can make things better. I believe that things can get better, therefore I'll set goals and I'll use my willpower and determination to achieve those goals. When we're in a state of hopelessness, we don't even set any goals. But now is the time to get clear about, well, what's meaningful to me? What is meaningful to you? To you, What is meaningful to your life? What are your core values? And in fact, um, I don't know if you've gotten to this section of the audio book yet, but the final section, and this is about 25%, 30% of the book, is five key transformational exercises so if you get the audio book and you do the action steps and use the guided meditation either in the morning or in the evening or both if you like it's giving you positive suggestions so it's changing the way you perceive the world around you because the way that you see the world in other words the way you think about the world will determine the way you feel and will determine the actions you take and if you believe that you can still make something great out of what we're being given which is an extraordinary challenge, then you'll sleep better and then you'll have a stronger immune system. So I would say, and this is where Chris and I have always agreed because I engage in exercise every day, every morning. Uh, I begin my morning with yoga and it, what we agree upon is a holistic approach or what we might call a 360 approach. That means that you're looking at your mind. Are you looking at your body? Are you looking at your emotions? So it's mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And the spiritual component obviously has a, a different meaning for each person. It might be for someone, it might be relig- religion, devotion, worship. For someone else it might be meditation. For someone else it might be serving other people. In the way that you connect with other people through your heart, so you want to look at mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And again, that's why Chris and I got together. And I think you know, if you're using, if you're supplementing with something like my vital C, then you you're giving yourself the opportunity to really
0: um, enhance your well-being and to sleep better.
6: 'Cause we're all going to need to adapt and be highly to be highly adaptable and highly flexible to not just overcome this, but to come out at the end of it as a as a better person. And when I mean better person, I don't think anyone's celebrating that this has happened. Well actually there are some people that are that are that are finding some advantages to what's happened because some people say uh, one friend of mine said to me, I've never gotten to spend so much time with my family because he's not travelling. He's still working, but he's not travelling. But the point being, I don't think any of us are celebrating you know, this, this, this extraordinary crisis, but we had the opportunity to learn a lot from it and to evolve and to grow and to also recognize the abilities we have so that at the end we can be proud about the achievements we've made and the way that we came through this.
4: Yeah, I, th- I think that's such a great point to 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 talk about. There is that you know you, you mentioned it being a, a a 360 here. We have to look at the physical, the you know the mental, um, these different aspects here, and how we can turn this into something positive. So one thing that I've really taken away and I know our listeners will take away from this as well is that it's not just one area you need to focus on. You need to focus on your sleep. You need to focus on your, your mental capacity, what you're doing, how you can change the way you're, you're, you're thinking about things. And, um, you know, obviously with, um, with, with your book that you're you're giving out for free um, neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now and keeping you from peace of mind. Um, with that, as well as, you know, some supplements which we can use to help with, you know, these numerous um, things, you know, our sleep pattern. I think, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really powerful. And I know lots of people will take things away from this. So, um, yeah.
6: And the guided meditation is also free. Um, yeah. Chris is going to tell you how to, to get that. And before he even does that, we're not even asking for your name or email address. We're just saying go to this link and you can immediately download it.
4: Yeah. I noticed that myself when I went on there today, you know, both links are on there. I was like, okay, hey, where's a, where's a little fill in your email address box. But yeah, nothing was there. So, you know, kudos to to both of you for giving this for free and some really powerful information in there. I, you know, I think it's fantastic. What, what you guys have done there. So, you know, from myself, you. thank you. Yeah. So, um, b- b- before we finish off, um, Chris, I have another question for you just regarding supplements and sleep aids. Um, so, you know, I know at this time people will think about, okay, they're not sleeping that well. Obviously, you know, there's been lots and lots of stories going around why people are not sleeping, um, that well all of a sudden. So what advice can you give to us about supplements and sleep aids?
5: Yeah, I think, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, and, and, and again, in the book, why we sleep, it talks about the $2 billion sleep aid industry. And and how detrimental that is. Also, let's lump alcohol. Unfortunately, I like wine also, uh, but let's lump that in in there uh, as well. Um, and and so I, I would suggest that be mindful of what you're taking. There are some natural supplements that are uh, also out there. In addition to my vital C, um, there's a valerian root is actually a, a really good. Um, In fact, if you if you go to the store, if you brave the store now or do curbside (laughs) pickup, uh, there's a sleepy time tea that has valerian root. And what valerian root is really good at is actually quieting your mind. So you might, you know, go to sleep sometimes and your mind is just racing and it's probably happening more and more these days. Um, and you take valerian root about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour before you go to sleep. And you find that when you're going to sleep, your mind is a lot quieter. So it really, uh, that's, that for me, that's a supplement that I, that I really, uh, have relied on in the past. Uh, what's interesting about my vital C is your brain can still be racing. Right. And, and we have some customers who are like, Oh, my brain's racing. And I'm like, Hey, just try, just go, go, go into your bed and put your head on the pillow. Um, and then they've then at least in my case, I fall fast asleep. Same thing. Like if I've got to wake up to go to the bathroom, my brain is racing all the way that I'm walking to the bathroom and all the way that I'm walking back. But as soon as I put my head on the pillow. I'm falling asleep. So um, so again, valerian root's good. Melatonin is something that, you, that you've got to be careful with. Um, melatonin, as it's described in that book, Why We Sleep, is really just like the firing gun, the starting pistol for, hey, telling your body it's time to go to sleep. So it doesn't necessarily help you keep, stay asleep, um, and it's also known if you take too much, you can be groggy in the morning, uh, and the timing of melatonin really does need to be right on. Uh, your body does produce melatonin, and if you catch that sunlight in the morning, your body tends to produce that melatonin at the right time at night, uh, and that's the time again for that starting gun to go off. Hey, now it's time to go to sleep um and i think in general uh you know you just want to be very mindful of buying a supplement from a reputable source uh because uh because there are there can be some challenges the supplement industry again i'm not supposed to be in the supplement industry uh i'm kind of coming into this and trying to assess what this industry looks like and there are you know some challenges in the industry
4: that's great, Chris. Thank you for that. That's some really good information about, you know, how we can improve our sleep and, you know, what we should be taking and what we shouldn't be taking. And uh, yeah, really interesting about the melatonin. And, um, you know, if you get in the sunlight, then, you know, just be aware about what you're taking. So really interesting. Um, Chris, are you able to share with us again, how our audience can get this uh, free ebook, the neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now and keeping you from peace of mind and also, where we can find the the separate free guided meditation?
5: Yeah, absolutely. So just go to this link. It's myvitalc.com forward forward slash uh, transform you. That's the letter U. So transform you, uh, and that'll take you right to the page again. We don't require your email. We're not farming information. We're giving this away 100% free. Uh, it's about kind of helping people in these really troubling times. If you're interested in trying My Vital C, I do have a coupon. And in fact, on that page, there's a link to, to kind of connect with Patrick. By the way, Patrick is the best, we'll say, life coach I've ever had. I actually <laughs> pay for him to work with my employees uh, as part of my employee bonus plan uh, because there's I just don't think there's any more valuable, uh, thing to give them, right? So if they're improving mentally, uh, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, um, Patrick helps them do that. He does it in very, he's not like somebody who gets them on a, a, a week after week schedule. He gets in there, he helps them with his subconscious rapid transformation technique, and then they're good. So there's a button you can link and connect with him, there's a button where you can get to our homepage. If you are interest, interested in trying on, uh, the product, uh, you end up at the homepage. Uh, scroll down. Uh, we've got one, the product is available, and it's available on subscription. There's about a twenty percent discount for subscription. You can cancel at any time, just like we're giving the book away free. I haven't trained my staff to you know, talk you out of canceling if, you're, if you want to get out of it, um, but take advantage of that discount. And also, there's a coupon code, TRANSFORMU. Again, it ends with the letter U. Uh, that'll get you an additional $15 off uh, wow. of your first order.
4: Oh, that's amazing. Thank you very much for that. I know that our, our listeners will love that. and I, know, you know, I can highly recommend. Wow. And um, where, where else can we find you guys online? Do you have a uh, Twitter, Facebook? Patrick?
5: Sorry. Yeah. I know that you can get a hold of, I'll share. You can get a hold of Patrick at facebook.com slash Patrick um, I know he's posting, he writes a, a, a weekly newsletter that's, it's as phenomenal as his book. Uh, he pours his heart and soul and uh, insane amount of knowledge into each of those newsletters. So make sure you subscribe to that uh, and connect with him. I know you can do that at his website, also Um And then for me, you can just find, uh, find my vital C on our Instagram page, uh, which is instagram.com slash my
4: That's fantastic. And um, to everyone who's listening, you'll find all the contact details in our show notes at the bottom of the podcast. So you can always click on the link there as well. Um, So one final question. So um, for, for both of you, if you could give our listeners, you know, final words of advice, how to get through the next few days, few weeks, hopefully not, you know, it's going to be months. What would that advice be? Patrick.
6: Um, I hope that you can hear me clearly, because what I'm listening to in the last couple of minutes, it's sounding a little gurgled. Uh, I think the greatest advice I can give is to recognize very clearly what is it that you can control and what is it that you can't control. And one of the things you recognize you can control is your thoughts and emotions. Place all of your focus, all of your energy, all of your resources on only controlling the things that you can control practice accepting the things that are outside of your control. If you expend energy on trying to control things, which you obviously have no control, you will only be harming yourself. So that's why I say also limit your exposure to anything or anyone that is negative. Limit your exposure to the news, limit your exposure to the obsession of I've got to know what's happening every minute. And limit your exposure to anyone that is constantly selling you some sort of conspiracy theory or something or is complaining or whining and not offering any solutions or not offering any sort of support, hope or encouragement to you. You've got to surround yourself with healthy people, with people that want the best for you and with people that want the same things as you, the people that want to think the same way. Because there are people who are either paranoid or extremely angry or people who are um, just want to complain about everything and have no idea or no focus on how to make anything better. Don't get close to them because you will become infected. Instead, affect yourself positively by surrounding yourself with people that are hopeful, optimistic, resourceful, with people who will also listen to you support you encourage you and might also play the role of your accountability partner someone that's going to keep pushing you and motivating you so that you can get up each day and do exercises do yoga do deep breathing um, and engage in all the kind of action steps that i list in my audio book
4: i think that's fantastic really great advice there i like that you know limit the exposure to negativity yeah, very very strong. And Chris, how about you? Yeah, well, so I like to
5: kind of kind of draw the parallel for Patrick. It's uh, so you've got social distancing at play. Uh, you should also social distance from from negative people. I think that's a, that's a question. <laughs> from Patrick. Um, mine is... Well, you don't distance yourself from them. You cut them off. <laughs> they just cut them off altogether. <laughs> the distance is much greater than six feet. <laughs> it's out of yeah. shot. Um I Mine is simple. I, I, I like a couple of phrases. One, just love each other. I think it's hard. Everybody's under stress, right? You see people doing kind of crazy things. You see people... Uh, I, 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 I see people who are frustrated that people are wearing masks in their cars. And I'm like, so what, like, just love them, it's okay. Uh, Maybe they're wearing the mask because they don't wanna forget when they get out of the car. Maybe they're wearing it because they forgot to take it off when they got in the car or maybe they just like the mask. Like, um, I think it's good. I, I know I am ending up intentionally wearing the mask more often, not because I think it adds that much protection to me specifically, but if I can be out there as an example of everyone should be wearing the mask, then everyone will be healthier, right? So people do things for different reasons and there's a lot of stress and sometimes those reasons. I would
6: add something to that too. First, one of the primary reasons of wearing the mask is actually so that you don't give the potential virus to anyone else. So it's really about also keeping other people safe. Second thing is, what Chris said is, if you look at someone in a car and they're wearing or not wearing a mask, what's the advantage of shouting and screaming at them when they can't hear you? Remember, don't control, don't try to control the things that you can't control because yeah. all you'll do is create anxiety or in this case, you might just create anger and rage and what a waste of energy that is Focus on what you can control. So if you're out somewhere and, and someone isn't social distancing or someone isn't wearing a mask, just keep your distance. Yep. You know, do what you can, but do it in a way that empowers you, not in a way that disempowers you and engages you in the fight or flight response, which then lowers your immune system.
4: Yeah, that's great. Really great information there. Good advice to our listeners is that, you know, just concentrate on the positives and any negativity, anything you can't control, you know, don't worry about it. I think that's excellent. Great. Well, um, you know, Chris and uh, Dr. Wannis, thank you both for joining us here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. You know, you've given some really great advice to our, to our listeners out there. Offering the free book and the free med- meditation guide is going to be fantastic. Um, I'll definitely be re-listening and uh, using those action steps and putting them into, into action as well. So um, if, you, thank if you, you can both – Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. If you can both hold the line before I close out. So um, ladies and gentlemen out there, we thank you for tuning in okay please share this with family with friends with uh with enemies with your frenemies make them uh, make them your friends send us out that would be great uh replay it um as i said before all the contact details will be in the show notes um if you could leave a review if you could subscribe that would be great um this has been the transform new live show the only show where you can make real life and business transformation my name is Paul and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Paul. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
2: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.